0: And welcome to another episode of the Business is Pleasure Podcast with your host, the Dapper Always Looking Fly. No, I ain't telling no lie, John Francis, and also call it Monique Ligard, who is my wifey, my business partner, and angry at me. Again, what's new guys? So, on another episode of the Business Pleasure Podcast, you guys already know, we talk about our week, how we were doing before. Um, The next steps we want to take for our business, but most importantly, how was your week?
1: So my week was good. I'll talk to you guys because I'm not really going to talk to him. Um, My week was good. Um, I did a lot of picking. Got a lot of stuff. You picked once. Yeah, but like I said, I'm not talking to you. Sorry, guys. So... Whatever that comment was, I got a lot of stuff, so that's what I consider to be a lot of picking. Um, Stayed on my, you know, weekly schedule of deliveries. Posting was good. Um, We don't have an event this weekend, so I didn't really have to plan for too much. But yeah, that's pretty much it. It was a good week.
0: Um, my week was pretty good too. Um, for the most part, it was just like working Monday to Friday. Then, of course, like trying to figure out um, our next events. Um, trying to figure out our next events because we have two pretty big important ones coming up next trying to figure out the logistics for our event in New York um, plane tickets which clothing we're going to be bringing and everything and for the most part yeah um, just regular stuff nothing really really crazy this week for the most part in regards to me I'm excited though because um, Caravana is actually happening this weekend and Toronto is going to be crazy 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 so I'm definitely really really excited about that um speaking about the podcast though right i think for one thing that you and i were actually talking about previously was just like what were our steps like when we were like really just trying to figure out where to put the podcast on how we would feel and then when we finally did it how did you feel about it
1: um
0: talk to them not not me of course okay now
1: there's one. um i don't know like Sometimes I feel, like, excited about posting, like, actually posting the podcast, and then other times I'm kind of, like, not, like, anxious, but just, like, okay, people are going to actually hear some of the stuff that I've said, which is fine, but I feel like I don't want to censor myself as well, like, I don't want to not say certain things because I'm afraid of how it will come across, because then I'm just not really being true to myself, so... I think that's the only thing i've kind of been battling with just the balance between like being like true and authentic to who i am as a person and like the fact that people are actually going to hear a lot of the stuff that i say so. Yeah.
0: so how do you feel about the fact that like we've created a podcast to like create better content for ourselves so we can share with people and everything how do you think you feel about that whole aspect and do you well, think people think have resonated with it well
1: i think overall it's a good thing like there's no bad that can come out of it. And, like, at the end of the day, like, we have similar circumstances to a lot of people that will eventually, or I would hope, would listen to our podcast. So, mm-hmm.
0: at the end of the day, I think it's a good thing. Um, for me, I think it's only a good thing, to be honest with you. Because I try not to worry about, like, anything that I say, maybe if I'm too vulgar, too aggressive, or, like, say something too explicit. Because, one, I know it's coming from a good place where we create this... This podcast to create content for people who are maybe having struggle, having struggles being resellers, not sure of the next steps that they could take. So overall, I know like our podcast is coming from our, an appropriate place. And two, it's like I don't really, I don't want to care about what anyone else thinks about my opinion. It's like it's my opinion. There're gonna be times where it's incorrect. There're gonna be times where I'm way off. And of course, there're gonna be times where I'm correct. But like I try not to focus on like the negative aspects of the podcast because at the end of the day, like this is just an extension of who we are and it's a small portion of ourselves that we're giving people so unfortunately there are going to be people there that create this image or this narrative of us by only watching us for two minutes or five minutes maybe we will we maybe we will rub them the one wrong way but i'm more so i'm concerned about the people who are at least gonna tune into us every so often knowing that they can get good information and if there are people that are like hey man you shouldn't have said x y and z unfortunately like it's a part of life and it's it's bound to happen you know
1: at the end of the day
0: it's not like it really matters i would hope it doesn't but like there's always a potential where that like maybe something could affect my job and so forth maybe i could like hurt someone's feelings and maybe they don't want to do business with us or whatever you know Mm -hmm. but i think as long as we kind of like know ourselves we're always true to ourselves we'll always be fine because in the reality it's like we started this by ourselves so like we're gonna have to go through by ourselves Mm -hmm. of course we'll pick up people along the way and so be it, you know? So be it. Like it's a part of business though. Like you doing something to better yourself is always gonna create that potential for someone to be negatively impacted by it, even if it shouldn't affect them at all. You know? So it's not it's that so it's one thing where it's like when I put when we put a podcast out, I think I personally was ready for it. Because like we were just holding on to it for so long and it was like you're like what well, this point, what are we waiting for? If like, you know, we're just all in our heads all in our heads and everything you know so definitely it's just like yo let me just knock this out Um. so when we talk about the podcast right um, one thing that one reason I think why we started the podcast was that we saw everyone was doing it and it was becoming a medium that a lot of people came interested in you know plus we also needed to find um, new ways to create content and put it out there and everything so in terms of like watching and always keeping an eye out of what's occurring um, in terms of products how do you keep up with like certain products are popular products that maybe uh you know, these ones aren't working and stuff like that so what do you do
1: well for me i just stay on top of what is current essentially hmm. so how do you do that i'm getting there so i basically like daily i like everyone does pretty much like i just scroll through instagram I scroll through a little bit of Facebook, but mainly Instagram. And I'm mainly looking for just what other people are wearing, what other people uh, find interesting or appealing. What, like, let's say, you know, I hate talking about them, like Kim Kardashian or like Kylie Jenner, or, like what are they wearing? Uh, just people who are current, because that usually tends to trickle down. Kanye West is a big one too. That usually tends to like trickle down to what everyone else likes. So I stay kind of aware of that. Um, and then obviously, pretty straightforward like what's selling the most for us. So if things are doing really well, I pick in reference to that. <coughs> if things are not selling as fast, then I try to stay away from those types of things. Um and then overall I think I have pretty good style so I just do what I like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me it's a combination of all those things. One thing that I like doing as well a lot too is that um for instance one of our apps that we use is Let Go. Mm-hmm. You guys will you guys have probably heard of heard of us talk about it before. Essentially what Let Go is, it's an app that where you can buy and sell anything, not only clothing, but it's more so based on proximity. So it's usually anyone within about 50 kilometers of you. And the good thing about Let, um, let Go is what they do is um, they find trendy items that are popular in your area. So it will be like, hey, like a lot of people were buying um, pink t-shirts last week. And then the week before that, it was Nike running shoes, you know? So it allows us to have an understanding of like what items are currently popular. And it's also really cool too, because like from app to app, that's really gonna change, you know? Like the same market that's gonna be buying on Grailed, you're not gonna see that, you generally won't see that market on Let Go, or you won't see that person on eBay, right? So it's almost as if like we, co- we constantly have to, we constantly have to watch each app to see which items sell the best, you know? Because for instance, if we look at like Vesture Collective, we know there's like a bunch of items on on our let go that would not even sell on there.
1: Well, first off, Esther Collector's collector is pretty um, particular in the items that they um, accept. Mm-hmm. So they a lot of the times like anything that's distressed or like for me like when something's vintage, like I kind of like it when it has a little bit of wear and tear. It's yeah, character of like, you know. Stains and character because mm-hmm. that shows that it's been like worn in a bit. But uh, with Vester Collective, a lot of the times they won't accept anything unless it's in pristine and perfect condition. It can be vintage, but it can't um, have any like rips mm-hmm. or stains or yeah. anything. Like
0: and it also has to be like a brand that's fairly known, or fairly popular, right? Yeah. It's not going to be like no generic brands. They're really, really particular. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So like there are times when I am picking, I'll pick something specifically for Vester Collective mm-hmm. and I know like I'll put it on the other apps, but I know it's probably going to sell through Best Year Collective. Mm-hmm. And it's kind
0: of crazy, too, because, like, when we initially started the business, it's very unlikely we would know something like that, you know? Those are little tricks that you literally learn on the way, you know?
1: Yeah, just kind of with time. And, like, I feel like that's one of the things that... Um, blocks people a lot of times or stagnates people from starting or initiating or continuing on with their own business because like they feel that they need to know literally everything verbatim before they actually initiate what they want to do so i think like that's just one thing that i try to keep in mind a lot of the times is that like you're not gonna know everything. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna do things where like, hey, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you look back, you're gonna be like, hey, like I learned from that, and I now I know what to do going forward.
0: And also another thing too is that like sometimes you shouldn't be afraid to try new brands. Like perfect example, guys. Like when we initially started doing our when we initially started doing our whole business, um, we always saw Carhartt around. And we knew like a lot of people liked it. But we weren't big fans of it and we didn't think our audience would like it either, you know? So one day call was like, honestly there are all these car hearts here. Let's test the market out and let's see what happens.
1: But I actually wasn't testing the market. So I kind of did like a calculated assessment. Actually no, it wasn't calculated at all. Mm-hmm. So I watched the show called Teen Mom sometimes. And um, on Teen Mom, they'd always wear like there was one person on it who would always wear like the car hats like all the time mm-hmm. and I was like okay like clearly this is like a brand that people know about so let me just like give it a try so we tried it out and then also as we were trying it out we learned that um, the Kanye West line around that time um yeah some after, stuff. was fairly similar to like the silhouettes of Carhartt mm-hmm. so yeah we just tried it out and it took off we yeah like Carhartt.
0: yeah no definitely and it's just like hey like trial and error guys like you know what i mean if you see an item that's you can get it for really really cheap but you're not sure if it's going to be a really good turn, return on investment or you're not sure if it's gonna sell really quickly just test out the market purchase it one time see how it works if it works well bam and if it doesn't so what just keep it moving just keep it moving and one thing that we've also realized as well when it comes to like particular brands is that um one thing in particular really 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 lets you know if an item is gonna sell fast or it's gonna take its time and sell and that is definitely a logo bigger the logo the faster it sells faster it sells so for instance if you have a Nike windbreaker and it has like a small logo on the sleeve it's very unlikely it's gonna sell quickly yes Nike's always been known for its quality great structure jackets and really cool designs but the unfortunate thing is that if people don't see that logo and don't see and don't know what the brand is, they're less likely to purchase it right away. But if you had that same Nike jacket now but it had a big swoosh right through the center, that's gonna go away selling quickly. So what do you think it is that encourages people to like what is it about like particular items that a logo does why people would more likely buy that than something else?
1: I think it's just the market right now. Like if you look at the market, let's say like three four years ago maybe even five years ago everything was about like minimalism like nobody wanted like big audacious logos nobody wanted you to really know like what brand they were wearing and if they did it was like very like understated in a a very like simple and like sophisticated way but nowadays like people want you to know that they're wearing like a thousand dollar t-shirt or like they just want you to know like the brands that they're wearing and they want you to not have to question or guess about it, mm-hmm. which is fair. Like It's just like the style that's in right now. I don't necessarily know the reason behind it. I just think that, for whatever reason, minimalism fell off mm-hmm. and people are back in with the loud and outrageous styles. In the next couple of years, like yeah, it'll probably too. flip back again. I have I a
0: theory, and for me, look, this is my theory. One is that fashion's on a continuum. Of course, one of recycled Things are constantly going in and out. Another, another reason why I think this is happening is, two, people are hella pretentious. People want other people to know their status, know how much they're worth. And also, like wearing a particular brand, you're, you're essentially sending a message to people like, hey, this is what I'm about. It's not always accurate or on point, but it is a small extension of yourself. But I think one of the major reasons why like branding has become so popular nowadays is the influence of the internet. They're, it's so easy for people to start their brand nowadays. So really good brands, legacy brands, have to find ways to constantly compete with everyone else. So now they're forced to put their logos every single wear because it's, everyone looks, everyone's clothing essentially the same. The only difference now is the brand. You stand behind this brand, you know? So now they're forced to like, okay, there are a million other people in the same game now. So what can we do to make sure we stand up ever so slightly? That's
1: what I personally think it is. Yeah, I think Or part of it, at least. Partially, Mm because people have been pretentious since the beginning Mm of time, so... There has to be something else that, like, factors into it. I think definitely, like, just the accessibility of, like, Instagram and, like, every... The internet. Not only Instagram,
0: the internet. Yeah,
1: but just, like, it's more than the internet. It's just, like, that quick connection that you have the ability to have with anyone. So, like, obviously, like, there's people or, like, any person would want to, like, have some way to, like, differentiate themselves from a standout, or, like, tell a little bit more about themselves through just, say, like, a picture or a video, and, like, you can do that through clothing, but you can also take it a step further by doing that through specific brands and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. so I think that has something to do with it, too. But at the end of the day, it's gonna change.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of unique, though, because I remember when I was more, like, into minimalism, I felt as if, like, you kind of had to, like, do a bit more work to figure out your outfits, cause you're like, hey, like I gotta blend these tones, with these styles, make sure this structure. Not really. Everything. Was may- may- maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't. But I, like, for me personally, it's like I, my jeans, f- like fit a certain way. You can have a basic pair of jeans, but like then you have to break it down to the style and also then the fit, right? Same thing with like your T-shirts or your hoodies or whatever. You know what I mean? And like nowadays, and like nowadays, where I feel is that like with. Over overly branding, it's as if like the brands are telling people's story instead of them telling their own story of being like, hey, like this is with this because of this reason. Not just because it's fake. Not just because it's off-white. Do you know what I mean? Right now, people feel like they're more inclined to buy something strictly because of the name more than ever before. Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I can see that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it's done like in different ways okay what do you mean so like i feel like there are people who will wear like over the top and audacious things but they also pair it with like other things that are like kind of minimalist like i don't think it's i don't know i feel like there's like Spectrums like there's it's like a gradient, you know what I mean? There's people who are still kind of following the min- minimalist minimalism, still is around, yeah, no, definitely. I don't think that it's completely gone, it still is around. And like, like I said, there are people who like kind of mix and match minimalism and like the over the top, like branded yeah. style. Um, and then there's people kind of on the other side of the spectrum that are just like straight, like they don't mix with any like basics, any just like generic stuff, it's all like type is all just like branded stuff or like it's all vintage
0: even on the other end like the vintage end you guys yeah. should like overdo it
1: yeah or it's all vintage so I don't know I just think there's like there's a gradient and like there's all obviously like variations within it but yeah overall it's something that's going to change yeah
0: gradient. and I think at the end of the day it's like as much as like I'm standing as a hater a bit and the reality of it is that like fashion one is going to change and two it's like wear what you're comfortable with you know if you're comfortable being a minimalist, if you're comfortable with vintage, if you're comfortable with high piece, what would you feel comfortable? And not even
1: that, like in reference to us, like sell what you want to sell. Yeah, yeah, that like, me too. No, sorry, not what you want to sell, but what the market wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff that, like, I personally like everything that we sell, but there are some things here and there where it's like, I wouldn't wear that, yeah. but I'm going to sell it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah,
0: But I think it's also because, like, remember when you think about our CMS? So, our community, our marketing, and our sales, it's like, okay, maybe, hey, I may not like this, but our community and our market will like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, we got to always think about, like, what's best for the clientele, not necessarily for us, yeah. you know? Because, of course, I love, like, 95% of, uh, oh, my God, I love 95% of our stuff, but there are some times it's like, well, I don't know about this, and then, Van, that's, like, the first thing to go, and you're like, yo, how did that even happen, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, or so, there's
1: things that, like, we'll pick, and I'll be like, I don't like this style but it's selling
0: something yeah and like even even if we've taken the whole idea of on um, the windbreakers right so before we would only sell like branded windbreakers like the nike the adidas the Fila's, and everything and then we started looking on etsy and we realized there are a lot of people who like just generic windbreakers but they have to look extremely vintage so we tested the market we're like, okay let's try to buy some generic windbreakers and see how they go and look, they're selling literally at the same rate as the branded ones, right? Yeah. So it just really depends on the item that you're selling and again, the community that you're selling within. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I'm sure if we went to like a Hypes event, like those generic ones, people would be like, yeah, I'll pass. Of course. I'll pass. I'll pass. There's no name on it and everything. So like, it really all depends on the thing that you're doing. Um, another thing that I've also noticed too that um, allows us to like sell at like, a faster rate is definitely um, reducing the pricing. Right? like putting sales on items every so often or whatever you know but i think with us like we don't do that often enough you know i'll do it with the off-white stuff because like and honestly a lot of you guys that hit yourself to buy off-white please stop lowballing us man please guys don't do that to yourself man you make yourself look poor like you want to buy something expensive but then you're asking for like 75 percent off like don't do that you wouldn't go to mercedes asking for the g-wagon for for two thousand dollars don't do that guys that's not right yeah, so like I think like constantly like reducing our prices every so often will like one show people who should oh my god. So for first it will allow those people that have constantly been looking at the item to come back and be like hey like oh the price is going down. I'll wait another week. I'll go down. What's funny, my mom's that type of shopper. She used to go to the bay, wait for like a sale, she's like, okay, oh look. It's 20% off. Me, i come back in a two week. And then, boom, it's 50% off. Like, you know? So it's like, people do that same thing, but now on the internet, right? So, like, maybe every so often, like, every 30 days, you're like, okay, like, let's reduce the price by $5. And then two weeks after that, let's do it by another five, you know? So mm-hmm. It's gonna take a bit more time for everything, but it's just that, like, we, it allow, I think it will allow us to move inventory faster. Yeah, we can
1: do that, but I also think that when it's online, people, like, like the whole like fear of loss is like really huge online because when when you're shopping in a store like yeah like there's like 80 of each item they have like a a couple thousand still in the Mm back so they can like people feel more comfortable with the whole process of like okay let me wait until it goes on sale but when we're selling something online we have one of one items for the most part aside from off-white but like overall it's pretty much one of one or like like three or four of each style mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like i kind of like that fear of loss like oh like there's other people that are interested in this like you know, how many people have come to us and been like oh is this still available and it's like oh no sorry that's all. And they're like oh man like, yeah, yeah. i should have got that earlier and it's like that's essentially what it is like we need to create that fear of loss more for people so instead of them being like asking them about a price important in, like showing interest in a certain item and then, you know, going off and do whatever else they're doing for the day, it's like, yeah, like, you're interested, but there's other people that are interested too. So either you can get it or you're going to sell.
0: But I think, like, when it comes to, like, marketing, though, that's one aspect, right? One aspect is that person who does have fair loss. Another aspect is a person who's a bargain shopper who's constantly going to wait around for the price to be reduced. And another person is just that, like, forget it, I'm just going to buy full price. Like, you know, my favorite customers are the ones that don't ask um like the length they're not worried about the size and just click by now you know because they're easy to work with they're patient mm-hmm. but in reality like we don't deal with that customer every time you know what i mean we constantly have to like adapt ourselves to the clientele that we're dealing with so yeah i definitely think one of those aspects is that yeah it is a fair loss you know but that's not every customer yes. not every customer has that you know what i mean
1: i think definitely for anything that's been on our website for let's say more than like a week or two mm-hmm. definitely needs a price reduction Okay,
0: I can see that. I can see that. I think a week is a bit short. I was thinking maybe every two weeks. Look, okay, sure. but, but also we can also play it by ear too, right? We try a week, see how that works. So just a week and a half or whatever, you know. Okay. So, yeah, Not, not definitely, definitely. So yeah, man. I think that's gonna allow us to like have more frequent sales. Of course, like our profit margins are gonna shrink a bit because we're like lowering our
1: prices. But we're gonna be selling more.
0: Exactly, exactly. So like our return on inventory is gonna be like really good so that's always really really important yeah. um i think one of the last things i like i want to talk about is just that like we initially talk, started this whole conversation with how we are extremely uncertain about the podcast how we finally put it out but i want to see the podcast grow i think it can be like a really good tool for us to really communicate with our community not only the people who want to be resellers or our customers but the people who are already within the industry so we can showcase them as well too right so i think about Having guests on the podcast, you know, I think that'd be a really, really cool thing for like collaborations and having push one another's company, whoever the guest may be, you know?
1: Yeah, and at the end of the day, like we only know so much, Like I feel like we're smart enough to know that like we don't know everything. Mm -hmm. So having other people that are kind of like in not the same industry, but Mm -hmm. just in business in general Mm -hmm. and like in some sort of relationship, whether that's like romantically or Mm -hmm. not, just like a business relationship, I think that it's a good um, like good information to provide people who are listening to a podcast with something a little bit different
0: yeah because i think a lot of people our age like i have a bunch of friends that are like starting businesses doing businesses and they're doing with other friends right and you have a bunch of friends same scenario so now to like get outside of our circle and really interact with people that have been doing this for maybe just as long or as longer than we have it'd be cool man
1: and i think it's also really important to be like realistic about what starting your own your own business means but also being having like a realistic lens on it but also being as positive as you can be because like a lot of um there's a lot of negativity around entrepreneurship like I'm not going to go into it but there's a lot of like negative things that people uh, can say and have to say about it so I think like having guests on it is just another example of like yeah like the realistic life of what being an entrepreneur is but also like the good stuff the positive stuff and like seeing like another group of people doing it and being successful at it you know i think that's important for people who are starting out to see
0: no definitely 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 and that's why i always want to showcase as well too right i was watching the will smith podcast a long ago and he always talked about like authenticity authenticity And sometimes I feel as if, like, a lot of these companies, it's difficult for them to just be so straightforward and honest because it may put them in a negative light, like, oh, well, we didn't sell anything today, you know? Well, we didn't make as much as we did last week, you know? So let's leave that information out, you know? But at the end of the day, it's like, this is a marathon. Like, you know, we're in this for the long term. We really want to get content that really resonates with people, helps them, and most importantly, that they can, like, get some value off of, you know, and one of the only ways we can really do that is by being honest, by being genuine, by letting them know like, hey, the first two years we were running this business, it was crap, we weren't making no money, we were fighting all the time, we thought we wanted to quit and say, fuck it, but by having a podcast, talking to other people, having our community, having our community interact with us, like, there's nothing but upside there, you know, so definitely authenticity, 100, 100, 100, 100%, 100%, you know, it's important, man. It's important so if you watch our podcast and you have a business yourself you don't have to have been here for months or doing it for years hit us up i'm sure you'll have something to teach us and we can teach you as well too right um so any last famous words No, Okay, perfect all right guys thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of the business is pleasure podcast please 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 do not forget to like and share so we know that you care. So next time, peace.